This is the Ops Authority Podcast, where my mission is to break down the backside of your business so you can take the right actions to grow and scale. Hey, I'm Natalie Gingrich, a small business operations expert, and I'm going to give you a front row seat to real solutions that will help you reach the vision that you have for your business, all while equipping you to put out those inevitable pesky fires and those fears that pop up. Listen in for strategies to grow your team, craft the systems and processes that you need for your business, and establish business foundations that you may have skipped over. I know you're ready to do really big things, so let's do it together. Hello, hello, friends. It's Natalie with the Ops Authority Podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I've got another episode for you, actually episode number 212, and that's a really significant number to me. Not only is it just a lot of podcasts that I have you know, recorded and shared with you guys, but does anyone know what the significance of 212 is? Actually, 212 degrees. I remember reading a book, it was actually called 212, and the biggest thing I remember from that book was that... 211 degrees, water is hot, but at 212, it's boiling. And the basis of the book is that, you know, it just takes that one extra amount of effort to take you to your full potential, which in that analogy, water is boiling. So anyway, I think that that is, that's always what I think about when I see 212. And I thought I would just share that with you guys today. And this does correlate with what we are going to talk about today as well. So I just wanted to tell you guys, thank you for hanging out with me. And I look forward to diving in to what it really means to be a leader. That's the topic for today's podcast. And I will speak from my own experience and tell you that leadership and being a leader and honing in on my leadership and being committed to leadership throughout my entire life. I can, you know, look backwards and I can see many, many opportunities that I took, stretches when I really stretched myself and took leaps of faith in growing my leadership and not knowing how those were going to be perceived, how I would actually be able to do that. And at this point, at nearly 47 years old, I can tell you that every single time I have doubled down on my true gifts of leadership, they have paid in massive dividends, not only from a financial perspective, but just for me, for for a holistic me. So I wanted to share what it means to be a leader and also help you to see how that applies to your career. It's no surprise that leadership is a special commodity that every single, I believe that every single one of us has. It's the belief in ourselves. It's the refinement. It's trusting. It's the confidence that it takes for you to really live in your leadership. And for me, some of the characteristics that I think of in what it is, what leadership looks like, I mean, the traits and the characteristics of leadership to me. When it comes to this, to work, to your career, is number one, taking ownership. Number two, being resourceful. Now, when it comes to resourcefulness, this is one of the things that is the, it's the the number one ingredient for me. It's the thing that I'm always looking for in relationships around me. And I will loop back on that in just a second so I can get through this list, but I'm going to come back because I've got a little quick story that my son shared with me today and it made me chuckle and I'm sharing it with you. But other characteristics, taking deep pride in your work, being prepared, 
being organized, being an all-in and a team player. Now, a lot of us, probably all of us that are listening are working in small business or building a small business. And when I say being all-in, that's what a leader does. And we all want to walk into roles or create roles or offers for ourselves where we've got this beautiful little four-sided box and we wanna fit inside of that box. But sometimes when I say all in, when you want to be, when you are all in on something, there are going to be things that are going to fall outside of that four-sided box. And as a leader, you are going to need to step sometimes, not all the time. Now that's a problem and that's a whole different conversation on boundaries. But if you are all in, there are going to be opportunities, like it or not, where you're going to have to step outside of that box. You're gonna need to fill the gaps And that's what leadership looks like. It may mean that you're just doing that temporarily. It may mean that you're doing it, you know, for a month, for a gap, but you want to fill the gap. And of course, as another good characteristic of a leader is you're going to want to backfill that if that is truly outside of your scope. But being all in is a real differentiator when I am looking for leaders to join me. The other piece is integrity. And I mean, we can't say enough about integrity, but when you're working inside of a team, when you're building someone else's business, when you're responsible for the team around you, that integrity is a huge piece. It's really going to lend itself to being able to lead up and lead down or manage up and manage down. And we're going to talk about that today here on this podcast. So I just wanted to kind of ground us and let, you know, make sure that we're all on the same page when I am talking about leadership and what that looks like for me. Now, I mean, there's a lot of different ways that we can be a leader, right? We can be a leader in our homes and our families, in our community, at our churches, at, you know, work. There's just, I mean, we can be a leader all over the place for all of the roles that you play. But this podcast today is really talking about what it looks like, what it really means to be a leader inside of a business. And so those characteristics that I just shared with you are the ones that are significant to me. That's what I'm personally looking for as I build out my team and as I help others build their teams out. So let me come back to Resourceful really quick. This is just a a get to know me story. If you're brand new here, I'm Natalie. I am the owner, the CEO of the Ops Authority. I'm also the creator and the founder of the Director of Operations Certification Program. So this is a quick little get to know me and it made me chuckle today, but I was listening to a Voxer. I listened, I communicate with Voxer to, some students, to the people in our inner circle, and of course, our team, and then a whole host of peers and friends. And I was listening to a Voxer with my son in the car, who is 17 years old, and he obviously knows me pretty darn well, but he was listening to this Voxer. And I was just, I mean, we were we were just waiting for his truck to be ready. So we were just listening, and obviously he was listening too, and I didn't really know that. But the Voxer ended, and he looks at me, and he's like, ooh, are you mad? I was like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, that person just asked you a question that they could answer themselves. Are you mad? Because you would be mad at me. (laughs) And I was like, well, you know what? I did think whenever I heard this person ask the question, I thought, you know what? I mean, she really knows the answer to that. I don't really need to tell her. So I'm going to reflect that back to her. And no lie, I had already pressed record and have said, hey, you already know the answer. Like, go with your gut. That kind of of reflection back to her. But 
I was like, wow, you're really aware of your mom and her tendencies and her preferences. And that intuitiveness is something that is going to really help you. I mean, I always talk about being anticipatory or anticipating your friends, your family, your loved ones, your peers, your leaders. Like anticipation is something that is almost unprecedented. Man, when someone anticipates me, I feel so special. I feel so trusted. I feel there's just so much that comes with that. But I was telling him that that's a really good skill that you're going to be able to use later. And as it relates to the story, I was telling him, this is what I call resourcefulness. If you already know the answer to the question or or you th- you know the question, go do a little bit of research before you come back to that person so that you come in as a resource. <laughs> so anyway, obviously resourcefulness is a really big deal to me and it's bordering a leadership quality as well as one of those values that I hold really near and dear. And it was just so glaringly obvious today when my son <laughs> caught me. I wasn't even thinking about that, but he caught me and he, he reflected that back to me. So I thought that was pretty cool. Alrighty, back on track with this whole business of what it means to be a leader. I fully believe that every single one of us have the capability of being a leader, stepping greater into leadership. I feel like I'm a really strong leader today, ladies, but I know that there's a lot of potential that is left unlocked inside of me, and it's only up to me. No one else, especially at this point in my career, when I'm leading a company, when I'm, you know, when I am the CEO of this business, when my children are darn near grown, no one is really investing in me to be a leader. It's always up to me to notch myself up. And I've always been really passionate about it. And I hope as the listeners of this podcast, and I hope that I've attracted people that are very similar to me, always growth-minded, open-minded, that are ready to move forward with the right balance of the things that we need to truly be our next best self. If you don't know me by now, I am on a quest for me, for you, for everybody that I interact with to help them become their next best self. It's a big, big motive and mission of mine. And I, that is not necessarily just a work thing. That's for everybody. I don't care if my if it's my kids, my kids' friends, you, your neighbor. I just, I feel like I have that gift and that power passion and it's something I'm always working on. But leadership is heavily, heavily, heavily tied to that. So as I'm talking about this, I want to share with you guys that we have a training that's coming up. I'm going to be leading it. It is brand new content. If you have been to some of our trainings in the past, you know that they are value packed. You also know that I am, you know, giving every single bit of myself to our trainings. They are absolutely free. And we've got one coming up here. It's a really special one. It's brand new and it's called the Implementation Escape Plan. This is three completely free value-packed sessions. They're gonna be spread over three weeks. And the idea is to help guide you into stepping into your next level, just like I've been talking about so far. We wanna move you from the doing, you know, you as an operator, you love to be in the doing. We love task, we love planning. I wanna help you go from the doing to being a strategist. I wanna help you to let go of the reins of implementation and improve your career, improve your life. You can do that by joining us. Head on over to the implementationescapeplan.com and sign up today. We're gonna have those three sessions starting here. And even if you miss one, you're going to be able to watch the replay if you sign up, implementationescapeplan.com. All righty. So when you are a leader, some of the benefits that come to you are that you're truly in your highest version of you. 
when we are experiencing and living and breathing the highest version of ourselves, we are getting paid more. We are working in a place where we are happy and fulfilled in the work that we are doing. And you guys know, if you're happy in your work, you're probably happy in your life. It's not always the opposite way. The other thing is the people that you come in contact with when you are truly in that level of leadership that works and feels good for you. And maybe it's even a stretch for you. The morale and the culture of the people that you are impacting goes up. That will also lead you to having much more happiness and fulfillment. So, oh, I just, I can't tell you enough why it is so important to be in a continuous search for greater leadership and for also doing some self-reflecting on figuring out what it is that you're not doing that may be holding yourself back. So let me give you kind of what I call the trifecta of leadership. And there's obviously three different areas and I will break those down into leading yourself, leading your people, and leading your projects. That is the three-legged stool or the trifecta, whichever works for you. When I am teaching our directors of operations, those are the three lenses or, or legs that I am looking through and teaching through because I believe that you are going to, while we have three different areas that you need to be working on and be aware of, It's the combination of the three of those that really allows us to step into our next best self. So what does it mean to lead yourself? Well, first, you need to focus on yourself before you can show up as a leader in somebody else's business. I know this, guys. I have gone through times where life was in shambles. Life was hard. Maybe my kids were going through a different season. Maybe my marriage was hard. Maybe, you know, maybe financially it was hard. Whatever it is, we all are going to go through seasons of hardship. And I always know when I'm going through a season of hardship, my leadership in business is different. Now, it's not like, just awful, poor, you know, at the bottom of the barrel, but you're not your next best self. And for me to be able to switch in moments like that, you have to focus on yourself. You have to focus on yourself before you can show up really strongly as a leader for someone else. Another thing here with leading self is having the confidence in your knowledge and your abilities. This means that you're really in a continuous stage of learning. This is why a lot of people come to the DOO program. They've been an operator for a really long time. Some of them have been COOs. Some of them have decades and decades and decades of time in corporate. Some of them have been bootstrapping this and they are just ready to understand the skills, have a method, have a framework that they can pull out of their pocket and quit trying to just do this on their own and come into it with a refined system. So this other piece of leading yourself is around the confidence that you have in your knowledge, your skills, and abilities. That leads me to self-compassion. You got to have self-compassion because we're hard on ourselves. We are always trying to be the best, do our best, and we're going to hit a limit at some points. Remember, we've got lots of roles that we're playing, especially as females. And so you need to have self-compassion. That's going to help you with leadership in general. And then we battle perfectionism, at least I do. If you do like raise your hand right now or shake your head, of course I can't see you, but I feel you energetically. 
I know I battle perfectionism and I always say that I am never going to be a recovering perfectionist because it's one of the skills that makes me who I am. It allows me to dig really deep. It puts me in a search for greatness. And while I have to balance that, just know that leading yourself as a person who is listening to this today and as an operator, as a fact finder, as someone who is looking for that, just be aware. Just be aware that you are going to battle perfectionism and get to a place, identify that place where you can see yourself doing the very best you can. I know probably in the last decade, I've been much more aware of the times when I am Natalie, you are doing the very best you can. And I tie that to perfectionism because I'm still striving to do better, to be better, to reach the top or whatever it may be. That's the perfectionism coming out. So I have to remind myself, Natalie, you are doing the best you can with the tools you have, with the time and period and place that you are in. So just be aware of that. And then the other piece of leading yourself comes down to being solution-oriented. If you're listening today, friends, I know that you love a good solution. You love a project plan. You love putting together the pieces. This is what makes operators really, really unique. And I also believe that this is a massive, massive attribute that moves us into leadership because we are so good with finding solutions, filling the gaps, and bringing those up. So this is my perception of what it means to lead yourself. Now, that second leg of the stool is leading your people. So as a director of operations and as a leader, you're typically going to be surrounded by people, whether you directly are leading them or you're inadvertently leading them, right? Maybe you're a lateral leader. Maybe it's just a quality that you have. Maybe you're an independent contractor inside of a business, so you're not necessarily in a leadership position, but other people lean on you because you have the gift of leadership. So when it comes to leading people, This is where you are going to do what I term shifting from a yes ma'am to a yes maybe mentality. A lot of this comes back to boundaries, but it ties deeply into leadership. So what do I mean when I am talking about yes ma'am to a yes maybe? Well, when we are in the doing part of being in a business or when we are not exercising our leadership and we are working with a leader, we tend to yes, 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 yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We'll do that. Yes, ma'am. Or yes, sir, whatever. But we get into a pattern of saying yes. And we say it like almost in a people-pleasing way. And then we close Zoom or we close the to-do list or we take back that meeting and we're like, oh, why did I do that? I don't have time. I don't have the skills. You know, this is not what I wanted to do. This is not what I signed up to do. This is not in my description. I hear that all the time. So I'm going to tell you, When you are truly in leadership, you will shift to a yes, maybe mentality. So yes, maybe means that yes, I'm considering it. Maybe we will do it. So it's really a shift from just being in total agreeance all the time, which leads to burnout, frustration, et cetera, and more into a yes, let's consider the possibilities. Yes, maybe we will, right? (laughs) So 
when you are leading people, especially when you're leading a leader, right? As a DOO or as a lead operator, you're going to be partnering with a leader or CEO of a company. And that yes, maybe mentality is gonna take you very, very far. It's gonna help you. But on the other side, when it comes to leading people, leading teams of people underneath you, this is where you are able to open up and really listen to them, not get attached to what they are bringing to you, but really listening with intent and then also having the time and space to assess it, to analyze it. So you don't get into a yes, 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 we'll do that, we'll do that, we'll do that. Because no one ever is happy when, when we do that. Another part of leading your people is balancing the managing up and managing down. This takes two different kinds of skill sets. So managing up means having conversations with your leader, helping build strategy and execute strategy, building those plans, prioritizing, being strategic. And then managing down uses another part of your leadership skill set. And that's where we are building a different kind of connection, communication skills with the people that report to us, building a rapport with them. And so You need to balance the two of those things, but ultimately in a leader, especially as an operational leader in a business, managing up and managing down is going to lead you to great satisfaction in leading just the general public of people that you're going to have influence over. And then having difficult conversations. Now, this is part of leadership that you're never going to be able to escape, and I'm pretty sure it's no one's favorite thing to do. But when we talk about leading your people, that communication skill set is going to be critical. And that communication skill set is going to be practiced, stretched, tried, and become frustrating at points because difficult conversations are going to come up. You're leading another person who has a completely different brain, different motives, different situations, different history going on. And this is what leadership is all about. Alrighty, the third pillar or leg of this stool is leading your projects. As an operator, you're gonna have lots and lots of projects that are going on. You can imagine this as a to-do list, right? You've got some items that are just tasks and you've got some things that are just projects, right? So they've got multiple tasks inside and you're going to need to know how to show up when everything is going right, which is always easy. And you're also going to need to know how to show up when everything is going wrong. And here, this is the part of what really characterizes what a leader does. It's easy to be a leader. It's easy on a team when things are going right. But when you're managing projects, you've got lots of hands, you've got lots of people doing things, you're coordinating times, people, budget, you know, resources, and you're going to have some time at some point, (laughs) if not now, soon, whenever, where things are going to go wrong. The project managers, the operators that really thrive when things go wrong and help the train to get back on the track, if you will, those are the people that have really strong leadership skills. And then the last thing I'll say about leading your projects is to know that the changes that you make, they may not even be your idea, right? But as you make changes or as you bring something new and innovative into a team, really thinking through how everything affects each and every team member. 
just know that every project that comes up, you're going to have various opinions. Maybe the marketing department is really excited about this new thing. But as you start to think through how to operationalize this really cool thing that maybe it's going to bring in some revenue and some of the leadership or all of the leadership is really excited about it, know that there may be another part of the business, maybe your operations team that's like, oh my goodness, how are we going to do this on top of what we're already doing? So when you're leading projects, just know that you want to make sure that you're looking at the project through the lens of every single team member here. And I personally know what a challenge that can be, but a true leader, a thriving leader is going to do that before we implement the change. So these three areas are key for me when I am looking at leadership. And I wanted to share these with you guys today because I know that leadership will bring a ton of satisfaction to yourself. And like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, it's when we are the most personally satisfied with who we are, where we are in our career, where we are fulfilled because you're exercising the highest version of you. Now, if you're like me and you have got this leadership that you've been working with, you may have been born with this, you may have been thriving on it for a really long time. Imagine if you walk into another role where you're not allowed to be a leader. I have done that. I've been in the shadows before and it feels wrong. It feels like I'm in the wrong place. There is no fulfillment happening and it leads me to look around faster. I get frustrated faster. I'm not as happy at home. So I I wanted to share this because I know it's really important for all of us to be our highest version of ourselves, the next best you. And the other thing here that I cannot deny is when I am thriving as a leader, I am paid more. I am in roles that truly fit me. I'm able to have a strong, powerful connection to the leader. I'm able to be a strategist. I'm able to do my greatest work. And altogether, those things bring me to having a lot more joy, fulfillment, and pleasure in what I am doing to earn a living for my family. I want the exact same thing for you. So all of that said, again, join us for the Implementation Escape Plan. If you are one of those people who is in the doing, you know you have the next highest version of you that you have not unlocked. I believe that this three-part training is going to help you. Head over to implementationescapeplan.com today. I'd love to see you inside of our three-part training, and I hope that this has been beneficial. I will see you next week. We hope you guys have a good one. Thank you for investing just a little bit of time to listen to this episode of the Ops Authority Podcast. I am so grateful to be surrounded by real action takers like you who are invested in growing their business through operations. Will you add one more action to your to-do list today? Visit theopsauthoritypodcast.com where you can join our community of business owners and other ops experts. You're going to hear from me in a week, but in the meantime, do big things on the backside of your business.